Welcome everybody to the 200th episode of Live for the Dead Talk. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bamonte Bambino all around, people. Oh, baby. Hit it, the nocturnal emissions. about uh, doing something stupid, you know, once in your life. There's something to be said about that. But there's another thing to be said about doing that same stupid thing every Thursday, 200 Thursdays in a row, right? It takes a special kind of crazy to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Sure does. But the nice part about it is when you do something as stupid as that, sometimes you attract people who are like uh curious lonely maybe they're just uh interested in something a little bit off the beaten path and they join along with you on your crazy voyage yeehaw and sometimes when you do it 200 times you think back about the reason you did it in the first place and you think you know uh i think i'm doing a good thing here (laughs) sure are yeah so I broke out the old wheel, folks. Yeah, oh yeah. And we're doing it old school tonight to celebrate our 200th episode. But you know, there's only one way to get it started, boys. How's that, Peter? And that's what the song Mr. Dave Charters wrote for us.
Welcome everybody to Life yeah, in the Dark Zone. Yeah, we did it. Hells yeah. Yes, this is our 200th episode of the greatest podcast ever to come out of a pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. That's mostly because we have the greatest band in podcast history, the Nocturnal Emissions, yeah, there in the do. house. That's right. Comprised this week of an all-star cast of our regular team of Steve the Reluctant German hey, on hey, lead hey, guitar. Hey, Killed it tonight. Oh, yeah. And beside him, we have on the Calhoun, but you know, normally he plays rhythm and guitar, but he's also our band leader. Michael Bowe is here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> beside him is our good buddy. He made some music for the show. He's been really at the, uh, the tail end of a lot of harsh criticism over the last 200 weeks. He has? Yeah, he has been. He's Dave the Rooster Charters, people. He's here. Fuck <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and beside him is the balls of the nocturnal emissions. He's a winner of the whiskey drinking contest. It sure is. Yeah. That's why we call him Whiskey Wes Higgins. He's here, everybody. Hey, Wes. He's a real man. And I don't know if you guys hear the hint of mandolin in the background. Oh, there it is. It's sweet. And that's because we have a great addition. He's moved into Charlottesville Township. Oh, yeah. He's close to the Dutch Hall now playing mandolin tonight to celebrate... Mike Zinger is here. All right. Michael. <laughs> and now at this point in time, is normally the time we'll introduce our bartender because no great podcast can be complete without a bartender. Normally, that would be my brother. Sure would be. Our bus driver. He's been through it with us since the beginning almost. These are all bees. I call him some sort of boss even. <laughs> but I said, I want another bee here. The best bartender. That we've ever had on Life in the Dutch Hall. Yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, Barney Barham is Barney. here. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Thanks, guys. I wouldn't miss this for the world, man. Yeah. Bit of a one-trick pony. What we really wanted was a bartender who had great talent, you know, not just a great snore on his nose. And, you know, we have a live studio audience here. We have my wife, Dr. Jane Van Dyke, recording this for posterity. And we have a good friend of the show, Chris Pickness, hey, Chris. back. Yeah, Chris. Hello. And I am your... Two-time President's Club Award winner and one-time host of this show, Pete Van Dyke. Yay! Yay. Peter Van Dyke. Two times. So 200 episodes. We got a nice bottle of uh, Smamonte Bambino sparkling white wine. 200 fucking episodes. And uh, it was brought to us by by Chris Pick. He came to celebrate with us. Brought us a bottle of bubbly. That's uh, let's that have a nice toast, everybody, to start hey. the show off. Here's to everybody that's ever li- that's listened to this program, anybody that's helped out in the past, anybody that's made this thing happen. It's been a lot of fun, and thank you very much for helping me uh, just satisfy an itch that's in- that's hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, people. Hard to find, too. Cheers. The so, good. you know, the thing is, we do have a- once in a while in this program, if you listen for a long period of time, you're going to know that once in a while we break out what's called a wheel. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. And this week we have a wheel. Normally we get it from the uh, Port Dover Steelheads in uh, um, a Port Dover, of course. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. And, uh, but, you know, they use this thing for a fundraiser. Well, we had a, um, the guy who built it was a former guest of our program on T-Shirt Club, the fourth episode we ever uh, recorded. Whoa. And he gave us, he let, said you can store the wheel at your, in your shed and you can use it for your show. That's how we got the wheel show started. And we've done a number of wheel shows in the past. And so there's a lot of listeners said to us, we want to break out the old wheel and make it a thing of like 
because it's a big special occasion, oh, 200 yeah. episodes. What, what better way to celebrate 200 episodes than with a wheel? With a, yeah. with a wheel. So we have the wheel of 200 oh, man. this year. This year, And the, on the, we got to go through the wheel. We have different uh, 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 categories. <laughs> There's eight categories that we spin the wheel. Eight pie pieces. Yes. First <laughs> on the top is guess the song. Oh. Okay. That is a uh, category where I will describe a song. And you guys have to guess which song I'm describing <laughs> from the story that I'm telling that song's about. Fair right? enough. Huh. Piano Man. Show Me the Money is just where we uh, try to uh, uh, get money. <laughs> Please. Fuck charges uh, itself is explanatory. <laughs> We're all going to probably bend charges over. I don't know. <laughs> There's a good chance. I don't know. It's night, night is early. It's Thursday night. It depends what happens with the, another pie piece, which is called the... Uh, Clean flow pit stop. That one, if it comes early, could really screw it up, and we could actually literally fuck charters. Oh. First time ever in wheel history on the show. It's such good lubrication. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly, right? The honey goo, right? The old bunger, Dave. <laughs> it gulps well. See you later. <laughs> no big deal. 200 episode, we actually bang charters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to miss this episode. That's no, right. it's a good one. Wow. I've been saving up all week. I'm like, what are we gonna do? We gotta make it special. <laughs> <laughs> I called, <laughs> I called on Matty O from Clean Flow. He's like, no problem. Let's loop Dave up. Get one in there easy for the big 200. Anyways, we had one called Dutch Hall Facts. Worst date ever. Uh, Clean Flow pit stop, like I said. And then there's feedback. We got feedback 200th edition, and that's it. All right, so let's roll this this fucker, right? What do you say? Fire you, missed, you missed one there. Let's go. Which one did I miss? Personality swap. Yep. Oh, personality swap. What's you want to know what that one's about? Sure. sure. Yeah. You draw. We have to uh, draw from the hat one of the. This is just for the people on the crew of the live from the Dutch Hall crew. Yeah. Uh, the people who have become part of the regular show. The core group. The core group. Right. We would all put our our names in a hat, which we've put in this bowl. Right, <laughs> and then we'll draw our names, and you, whoever's name you draw, you have to uh, imitate, and then you would the rest of us have to guess who you're imitating. Okay. Mm. All right. Cool. Sure. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Because we got to know each other over the last 200 weeks, you know, that's, that's right. the thing where we get to like then expose each other for what we think of each other, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll like like each other a little less. Yeah. Right. This might be my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I like too. Hey, Jane, would you like to roll the old wheel? Give her a oh. spin. I always think it's better when a pretty girl does it. Yeah. <laughs> big money, big money. Let's see what we got. Oh, a healthy spin. Oh, Dutch All Facts. A nice way to start a show is a nice retrospective look back at the Dutch Hall. As far as Dutch All Facts, we have done a sick Hey, you got it, Steve. We do a segment. We, we, do, we have a Dutch All Facts is uh, based on our regular segment we do on the program called Weird Facts. That's right. Oh, yes. But it's also a thing we talk about in-house on Live from the Dutch Hall when we're referring to something we didn't research <laughs> that right. we just uh, spew out as a Dutch Hall fact because we don't really know if it's true or not, yep. which we do all the time on this program, and that's how it makes the world go around, right? <laughs> and uh, no one really cares because uh, people just tend to agree with it. it, it like uh, They just take it as fact. You can say sure. something that's kind of bullshit, and they'll take it as fact. Yeah. But in this case, we're talking Dutch Hall facts, actual real-life Dutch Hall facts. One of the things I want to say when you did 200 episodes, some people say it's a great accomplishment. A lot of people have reached out to us and uh, even said, great accomplishment, Pete. And I said, why is that such a great accomplishment? But then you look at old shows in history. You can look at uh, shows that you might think are iconic. 
and you would say, I wonder who's done more shows, Seinfeld oh. or Pete Van Dyke live from the Dutch Hall? Oh. What do you guys think? Mm. I'm going to go with Seinfeld. No, I did. Whoa. He made too much he money. He didn't need anybody else have another Just replace him? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to make sure I'm right on this. I wrote it He's down. He's so excited about this one. I, I thought I did it, but now I got to... Where's my notes? See, and this is the part where you pretend it's oh, real, here you go. and then it's a... Seinfeld started back in 30. Right, yeah. Seinfeld did 181. Oh, you beat him. Yeah, I beat him. 200. Fuck you, Seinfeld. I did oh, it. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, uh, commercial success. That's uh, a not great so much. fact. Great Three's Company. That should be on your Wikipedia page. Who did more, Amir Three's Company? Three's Company. No, that'd be uh, Life from the Dutch Hall, I believe. Yeah, Life from the yeah. Dutch Hall nailed it. How about Happy Days? Arthur oh, Fonzarelli? Oh, it's got to be Happy Days. No, Pete Actually, that one, uh, uh, Fonzie beat me. What? Uh, they did 255 episodes. Oh. I only did. Uh, yeah. So far. So next yeah. year, eh? Yeah, next year we will beat Happy Days, and we'll have a whole show surrounding beating Fonzie and that smug fucking guy with his leather jacket. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Tell me what to think all the time. I got all preachy at the end, you know, Fonz. Jumping yeah, sharks sure. and shit. Yeah. We never did that. People can just think what they want in Life from the Dutch Hall. Golden Girls. Who is that more, Golden Girls or Life from the uh, Dutch, Dutch Hall? Dutch Hall, sure. yeah. Dutch Hall. Yeah, Dutch Hall killed him. 180. The old ladies who couldn't keep up to us. <laughs> Our blue. stamina is... is what about Full House? Oh, Are you Hall. including Dutch Fuller House? No. Dutch Hall. No, no Fuller House. Or Full House. No, Full House is... A no Fuller House? No. Yeah. You can't get Full House. They have to have the Olsen twins. Yeah. <laughs> to be... To, be <laughs> to qualify. Yeah, I don't consider it Full House without the Olsen twins. It feels mm-hmm. like they have you beat. Sharing a role. My eight-year-old no. daughter has that on Netflix. Oh, my God. It's always on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible show. 192. Oh. 192 oh, for close. Full House. Yeah, yeah. We uh, beat Full House. Kick their ass. Fuck you, Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah, we we smoked him. <laughs> All in the family. All in the family. <laughs> Archie Bunker. Archie. Dutch Hall. They probably only had like one season. No, they actually beat us 210. Really? What? Yeah, it got weird at the end. Archie Bunker, when he was like, uh, I think he was living with, I don't think, I think he was dead or something. Or You know, yeah, I, I don't like think she was Archie's on the show anymore. It was like Archie's, yeah. oh, that, would that count as a different show? But yeah. No, but they had a spinoff with George Jefferson. The Jeffersons came out of. Yeah, Archie the Jeffersons Bunker. came out of. Archie uh, moving Bunker. on. Uh, yeah, and another one did too. Uh, which one? And it, which were the spinoff? I know I always know the spinoffs that come out of Happy Days. It was uh, Mork and Mindy. Yeah. And uh, Joni loves Chachi. Chachi. And uh, Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. (laughs) Joni does not love Chachi. Chachi doesn't love Joni either. Mm -hmm. Do we ever use that story on air? Yeah, we did. Oh, because you brought it up like for like five weeks. (laughs) (laughs) So you know, you know, you know, Chachi is a real prick to Joni. Yeah. Yeah. Is she dead? Yeah, she died. Man, oh man, everyone's dying, eh? Bobby the Brain Heaton died. Oh, yeah. Real shame. Real shame. Great R.I.P. Bobby. My favorite part of professional wrestling, it's embarrassing to say you like professional wrestling. We talk about this on the show all the time. I, I uh, am embarrassed to say I like it. However, <laughs> there's nothing funnier in the world than a guy that goes into it like a town of people who gathered, and he just shits all over them. Like, he just, like, makes them, like, angry at him. Like, he just has, like, disdain for him. He's, uh... Like, there's a certain, like, humor. Like, to me, when I was a kid and I would watch the bad guy wrestlers, like, cut up the town and make tell them they're all shit and watch the old people get upset and throw their drink at them and stuff like that. Like, get a, <laughs> there's nothing more entertaining than that. 
And Bobby the Brain Heaton was one of the best at it. He got the crowd, he got the crowd really oh, riled yeah. up. That was his job. <laughs> yeah. He'd just be a dick, and then he'd have like a humongous like guy that wrestled, and that was yeah. his guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. And every time he got challenged, he was like a real chicken shit, and he played the whole role perfectly. You know, yeah. and what a great talent. And a lot of good childhood memories watching Bobby the Brain Heaton. So. And, uh, you know, we had, it seems like we do this all the time. We've probably done about 10 shows where we talked about different wrestlers that died because yeah. they die all the time, it's man. Unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's almost like musicians, which we have played uh, a lot of dead musicians' <laughs> a lot songs of on the show, yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Dutch Hall Facts. I wanted to do another, uh, another thing about Dutch Hall Facts. Um, Name the six states we have. We have uh, Dutch Hall's been in, uh, uh, been uh, downloaded in 96 different countries over the last 200 episodes, and 44 of the 50 states have listened to an episode of Live from the Dutch Hall. Can you guys name which six states do not support us? Hawaii. No, Hawaii has listened. Alaska. Wisconsin. Alaska has not. Oregon. Oregon. No, Oregon's in big time. Hawaii. No, Hawaii's in. Pay hey, attention, yeah. Chris. Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> How about Texas? Texas, big time. Regular oh, yeah. listeners. It's a huge state. Yeah. Idaho, no. Idaho. Yeah, ding, ding, Leah. You're oh, in. Idaho. Good nice. one. Come on. Idaho doesn't have any interest in me. West Virginia. Nope. West Virginia, honestly, uh, number like four. Well, they love us. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. I don't know why. There's weird ones. No, Maine. no, no. Sorry, that's Virginia. Just regular Virginia is the <laughs> one that likes us. Utah. Uh, no, no. Alaska. Washington. <laughs> Hawaii. You're based on uh, no reasoning. <laughs> you keep saying Hawaii. No, these are the four. These are the six. Idaho, Alaska, which we said. South Dakota. North Dakota's cool. South Dakota, fuck them. Go fuck right? yourself. Really? Nebraska, don't like us. Maine. Uh, don't care. Don't have the internet. Like don't even care about it. <laughs> they are just, what they like to do is they like to get on a floating log in Maine, and they just like try to roll it with their friends, right? They do that for about six or seven hours till they fall asleep. That's all they do in Maine. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. That's all fact. That's all fact. Yeah, there you go. Sure it is. And the last one is Arkansas. Arkansas doesn't like me because of my time I spent in Memphis. Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, I used to cross over to Arkansas once in a while. Arkansas. And they, didn't, they don't like me. Anyway, so those are the six <laughs> states that don't like us. But other than that, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, that's right. Over that time to get that many different things. And part of the reason we have so many different countries is because Chris Pick here, when he came in last <laughs> time, did a, a we did a show called uh, Porno and Fisting Are German. Mm-hmm. And it became the fourth most downloaded episode <laughs> ever of Live from the Home. <laughs> And uh, all the two uh, it's all in the title, two hundred right? episodes, and we talked about fisting for literally. You think it was the porno or the fisting that got the rest? I think it was the double punch, like, and the fact that we mentioned the Germans who are universally like people think about the trifecta. Yeah, it was just uh, the title hits home because like every once in a while you see like the, you know you get the regular amount of core listeners every week and then I, once in a while <laughs> you get one that just takes off through the roof and it was this one porno and fisting are German and we became a, a hit in Turkey of all places. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go figure, the Turks. The Turks love it, eh? Data. Anyways, I think Chris Beck is, is. You know, you should think about going tour in Turkey. You might be huge yeah. there. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> translator. Anyways, it's time to spin the wheel. Let's hey, do hey. it. That's what it's for. Hey, 
Oh no. Feedback. It's still feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> it's 200 feedback. fucking feedback. It's feedback, yeah. Motherfucking feedback. 200 feedback. 200 <laughs> episodes of feedback. Two times. Welcome to feedback. We got feedback. As you know, feedback is brought to you by our good friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, click on the Amazon banner, and some of that money will come back and help our show. Thank you to everyone that's done that, because you're terrific. And we're going to get right into uh, feedback. Yeah, I think it's great when people do it. They go through the trouble, click on the banner, you do the shopping. It's easy, but it is appreciated. And and we're going to buy, like, uh, cords and cameras and nice things. And in two weeks, we get fiber. Good really? news. Really? What up? I got Finally. an appointment. It's coming, yes. Oh, it's coming. Holy fuck. So in, this, in, in light of our, uh, our our 200th episode, a lot of the people who have supported our show have come out of the woodwork to give their best wishes, and that's why we have to devote probably more time than ever to this segment <laughs> of feedback. That's feedback. We got feedback. 200th edition. <laughs> you know... We wouldn't be, this wouldn't be, uh, uh, if we look at some of the old listeners of our past, we have some great uh, listeners of the week, and I've been here, and one of them is uh, a girl that actually was part of a two-lady team who started their own spinoff called Life from the Barbie Mansion, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. All right. which was loosely inspired, I would say inspired, uh, strongly inspired by Life from the Dutch 100%. Hall. 100%. 100% inspired <laughs> by Life from the Dutch Hall. I like loosely. <laughs> Well, I don't think you should. I don't think you should use the term loosely around ladies, right? Okay. <laughs> Dave. Fuck. Chuggers. You use uh, like uh, uh, snugly challenged twat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a politically That's correct a term, right? No. Even twat. Twat is good. I think. I think the kids like it. The millennials are saying twat. Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. That's uh, gender neutral. (laughs) It doesn't offend. I don't know what it is, but I don't know the rules. Um, So, anyways, uh, Blondie from tennis from Life from the Barbie Mansion. She sends us a uh, a message that says, two times President Club Award winner (laughs) is not too shabby." Congrats on your 200th episode. And I got to tell you, if I had to put the two against each other. My two times President's Club Award winners, back to back, where I dedicated like uh, time where I took it away from my family and my uh, children, and I uh, tried to like uh, uh, work hard for a company that made uh, way more money off of my efforts than I made for my kids. I would say the 200 episodes wins versus the Yay. regret of uh, running those trophies, <laughs> which I'm actually deep down ashamed of. <laughs> 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 Was that too much honesty for that? (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, uh, Blondie says, congrats on your 200th episode. Proud of you for stepping outside corporate America to follow your dreams. Kind of jealous as I can't do that. And, uh, you know, I think it's sad that uh, she says that because I believe she could do it. Mm -hmm. But it might take time, you know? And sacrifice. But if you were to say right now, my goal is to leave... Uh, the big, huge corporate entity I work for. I'm not just looking at Dave by accident. but uh, <laughs> And, uh, and uh, you were to say, you know, my current mindset of what I'm aiming for in life would then change if I was to look to make my goals different. Then you would uh, 
think of things differently. And I mean, a lot of people are doing it. They would say, like, uh, I, I want to minimalize my life. That's one aspect, right, Steve? Sure. You ever heard of that? Like, people are saying that they want to live a minimalist lifestyle? Sure. So instead of living in a big house, they live in a small house Tiny or whatever. House. Or you know, van. Or in a van. But, uh, or in a house with... Uh, uh, you know, like which whatever's cheaper, you know, in a different smaller town or whatever, you just kind of downsize, right? Yep. And then you live a different life, and then you can do different things, right? <laughs> That's right. If you don't need as much money to live, then you don't need uh, to do as much, right? That's one part of it. And the other part of it is like if you if you spend less than you make for a long enough period of time, you can put away money to do whatever the fuck you want. That's and, right. and I do think following your dreams sounds a little fruity. I don't know if fruity is allowed to be said, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't say I follow my dreams, but I just think the, ma- the more masculine way to say that is to say, uh, I just do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Like, That's follow, fair. if you say, like, I follow my dreams, it's like, uh... You suck. Yeah, you suck, right? <laughs> you see a guy's following his dreams, and you're like, uh, <laughs> what is wrong with this <laughs> guy, you know? You didn't get a hug dream. from daddy or something like that? You know, it seems a little... Go pet you know, get your over yourself, yeah? yeah? Yeah, go pet, you go pet your unicorn. Exactly, Dave. Good expression. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but I was saying, like, it's, uh, but when you say I'll do whatever I want, it's the same thing. But it sounds cooler, right? Yeah. You don't want to fuck with the guy that says I'll do whatever I want. You'll fuck with the guy that says I'm following my dreams. Simple as that. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, Chris, you got to get in the front of that mic. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll fuck with a guy who says I'm following my dreams because he's because it's a candy ass. Yeah, it's a candy ass. I'm dream. I'm a dreamer. That's right. Right. And it's like I'm a. Dreamer. You're not a dreamer, Pete. You just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, it's different, right? Yeah, it is a lot different. I think it makes me sleep at night. Uh, anyways, we had a lot of other people that I wrote in. Two of them are my sisters. Lisa oh, wow. Vandenbush goes. Congrats on on the 200th episode. Can't wait to listen. Lori Ball said, best wishes on show 200. I wish I could celebrate with the gang, but I can't. Wishing you at least 200 more. And you uh, busted her balls because you said the fang or whatever. That's right, yeah. And then it turns out, in your conversation, it came out, she listened to all 200 episodes. Yeah, it's crazy. Every single one of them. (laughs) Which I would expect of no listener, (laughs) right? (laughs) <laughs> all of them. And my, and my sister, Lori, listened to all 200. So I don't know how we don't uh, recognize that. That's terrific. I don't know who else has done it. Who else can make the claim? Yeah, what up, Lori? That's yeah, crazy. I don't even. Jane, maybe. Could it be Jane? feedback? Have you listened to Lori? everyone? Oh, she's behind. The last two. 198. So there's wow. two. There's someone on your tails, Lori, on your, on your nipping at your heel. Coming in hot. <laughs> Former guest of the show, Dan Brennan. Has sent his regards saying, congrats, Pete. Fantastic achievement. Fantastic show. Wow. What a guy. Yeah, Laura Bowen, also former guest of the show. Uh, congratulations, Pete. Matt Thurlow, uh, congrats, boys. I will be tuning in tomorrow morning for sure. Jen Husko, congratulations. Thanks, Tyler Shazma, congrats on the 200 Shaz. episodes. Uh, Pete, <laughs> here's to 200 more. And then we got an audio clip, actually. From a, a you know a law and I would say a voice from the past of live from the Dutch Hall. He was a former guest of our show, but he was also the I guess the producer of our Ooh. our shortly lived <laughs> YouTube's technical, technical lead. The tech, was he our technical <laughs> lead, Dave? For sure, on at least one show. And I'll have you know that if I play this clip, there is one part of it I have heard it before 
There's one part of it, which will be the first time our show has ever been censored on air. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Just a, just a market. But anyways, here we go. Here's our message from a, a great friend of the show, Dean Rennie. Hey, this is Dean Rainey from Rainey Media Video Production. My team and I want to congratulate Pete and the Dutch Hall crew on their 200th episode. We're sorry we can't be there to celebrate, but we actually have real jobs that don't allow for us to get drunk in some middle-aged guy's pool shed on a work night. So here's to 200 more episodes of drunken guests, rockin' riffs, and stories that don't have endings. Oh, and fuck <laughs> charters. <laughs> Did you hear that beep? Yeah, Did you hear that beep though? I heard charters. I, what was what he trying more to say? Could you ask for? He was saying, "Did you? What do you think that word was?" It was "fuck charters," is what he said. Uh, thanks, Dean. You know what? I take exception to that. All of us are working tomorrow. Yeah. Every single fucking last one of us is working tomorrow. You know what we do in our lives, Dean? Thank you very much for the message, Dean. <laughs> thanks, Dean. <laughs> But, you know, we suck it up and we just feel that's like right. shit while we work the next day. That's exactly and That's what right. we do. We that's feel right. like shit when we work the next day because we think it's worth it. <laughs> for the fans of this fucking program, that's for we you. step it up Everything. for you, Dean, for your listening enjoyment. When you're going around doing your fancy stuff, bleeping out F-words. Feeling great on a Friday. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ruin my whole week. <laughs> By doing but anyways, thank that's you very much, Dean, for that uh, great episode. And you know what? Uh, or a great uh, piece of feedback. <laughs> You know, and people gave it to us all different ways. We got it from a live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. We got it from Facebook at Messenger. We got it from uh, Instagram. We got it from uh, Twitter. We got it from every other, every way we can imagine. That's what the great thing about feedback we got feedback is. You know, and we had one more guy, and he was like, you know what? I'm, a, I'm listening to episodes here. What I'm doing is I'm an avid listener of Live from the Dutch Hall. I don't give a shit that it's a 200th episode. What I'm doing is giving a message of what I thought about the programming. <laughs> and uh, because I'm a listener of the show. And this man is Dr. Bruce Veltry. Oh. And I want to tell you, he gives us, he, he, every once in a while, you, uh, you hear from this guy. And this week, he says to us, you really hit home talking about single-sliced ham sandwiches. <laughs> we touched a nerve. He goes, I grew up in Thunder Bay, and we had the same deal. It was usually a slice of bologna or mortadella, Italian bologna, right? Uh, so the Italians, the cheap Italians, same as the Dutch, eh? So we were able to, he was able to relate to us. When I was 19 visiting Toronto and we went to Shopsy's Deli, my jaw dropped when I saw the corned beef sandwiches with meat uh, with, uh, piled high with meat. It changed <laughs> my life. Keep up the good work. Your show keeps getting better and better, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. Isn't that nice? Hey. It's a nice reach out. Yeah, and no, and he was just like, you know, 200 is just another episode, just like everybody that uh, we invited to come tonight. They all thought the same thing. They'll listen. What? They'll just say. We'll They'll listen. listen. They were going to listen, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's uh, that would that was what you would think would be like, what a great uh, episode of feedback. We got feedback. But no. But no, there's one more guy. Oh, man. He hasn't even existed on this show. Like, you think to him, uh, this guy was dead to the earth. There's been two hurricanes that have ravaged through the Caribbean. He's a great listener of our program. He's been with us since day one when we asked our listeners for feedback. The first guy ever to give it to us was our good friend, the Haitian Dwarf. And he's back, baby. 
So let's play it. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to bed we go, go pee. 200 sluts with greasy butts. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Hey. It's been a while. It has Man. been a while. Hey, HD. <laughs> yeah, his Haitian dwarf is back. And this week he goes to iTunes, <laughs> which he, uh, he always provides feedback on iTunes. This week he gives us five stars on iTunes. That's five. And he entitles it Crickets. Oh. He says... (laughs) 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 Yikes. He he says, ironically, there is a cricket chirping in the background in the entire episode. (laughs) You want us to know that from a technical... We are are recording in a shed in Pine Grove, Ontario, and sometimes the crickets do sneak under the door. And you know what? I don't think it was reflective of the comedy that was going on in the room. I think that that was just an unfortunate coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) On a positive note, I survived the hurricane season. Haitian Dwarf is not dead. You did it. All right, you did it, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> just hid under a small tree. I picture just gripping on to the bark, you know, with his nails. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just hanging there, just flapping. Just got off or am I stretching his legs and all of a sudden Maria just flopping on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm back, everybody, he says. Happy 200th episode to Pete and the gang. That's Love the Haitian Dwarf. Let's uh, let's hey, just hear from you. Hey, Glad to hear from you. Yeah, it's nice to hear he's okay. And actually to our friends in St. Martin for real, man. Like uh, big, up big up Bob Barker up. like uh, and all those guys that we haven't heard from you to see if you're okay. But we really do appreciate. Uh, we really are thinking of you guys. Bless up. Bless up. <laughs> exactly, Michael. Let's spin this fucking wheel. <laughs> Ah, personality swab. Personality swab. I'm going to ask Jane, my lovely wife, to distribute amongst uh, these cards, which will have each of the name of the core group, to Stephen, to uh, Michael, to all the people in the band, as well as uh, to me. And what we're on these papers, you will find uh, if you find your own name. There is a lot. You have to give it back in. Oh no, I'm good. All right. Now everybody gets a name of somebody else in the group. This is the one that you got you and uh, Dave, you and Wes got to share a mic. And uh, it, when you get this per- this uh, person, the rest of the studio audience will have the chance to guess. Barney, you have the option to play Paul's role in this. Because there is one more name. Oh, yeah, I got my own name. I got my own name. I guess I know who Barney be doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I can say that to anybody, about any of you. All right, so we all have our names. Who would prefer to go first? Would you like me to show you how it's done? I'll do it. Oh, you'll, do, <laughs> you'll do it? All right, Charters, you're up. <laughs> can we guess? Yeah, we can guess. Oh, Is it Paul? Oh, you can go fuck yourself. You can just fuck Charters. <laughs> the one thing about my nailed bro- it. Nailed my it. brother, we have to address why my brother's not here. That is a good, a good opportunity. My brother is in Costa Rica, he, and uh, Chris, Chris was happy to point out. Chris Pick, a uh, good friend of the show, happy to point out that Paul knew if he could figure out. We said it the whole time. You know how many episodes there are. He knew in advance. Yep. This is the two hundred episode. Right? He would have known at the hundredth. Yeah. 
what date the 200th show was going to be. Yeah. If he was totally dedicated to this program, Paul would... If he gave would, a fuck, right? I, but, <laughs> but he doesn't. He'd rather travel yeah. down south. Yeah, and have a once-of-a-lifetime experience. So that's what Paul decided to do, which I get it. Prime example of a guy that does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. yeah. But I, you know what? I don't care. I want to have people that are going to be subservient to this program, Dave. This is why you guys are on the Nocturnal Missions. Because you do my bidding, Charters. <laughs> I like how it's just silence. There's nothing about that. Yeah. You don't even defend yourself. You just take it like, uh, like you're getting your whipping. Nothing? All right. Sometimes who's, you think you can inspire conversation. What are we doing? Oh, we got Paul. Who wants to go next? Oh. I'll go then. <laughs> All right. I'm going. And then you'll then I'll call out people. Since you didn't volunteer, I'm like an old teacher that gives you shit for that stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to guess before I even go? Yep. Charters. <laughs> <laughs> Just for my reaction of when I got it? Fuck yeah. No. I just, just the gods maybe aligned and just gave you charters. He actually did. It was, it's fucking real. Like it's right there, Dave. He nailed it it without me even doing the impression of charters. But now you got to do it. Of you? Sorry. Okay. I'll do this. uh, I was, I would do it like this. I'd go like, uh, um, I like all people. All people are the same. We're all one. And. I love Jesus and uh, not pulling out. <laughs> Charter? Oh. Yeah, it's Charters. Charters. <laughs> well Steve, done. you're up. Oh, I'm up. All right. Um, uh, let me think. Uh, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it's difficult to uh, to do this uh, on the spot. So let's go. Uh, sorry, guys. I got to step out and check on my uh, irrigation system. Uh, <laughs> Mike. Nailed it, Steve. Today was kills, though. Yeah, kills, Steve. Whatever. Come on. I, still, no, that was I still win. That was good. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit for that one, for sure. Yeah, you really nailed it. <laughs> All right, Michael. Is that not Paul? I that you... <laughs> Is that Wes? Yeah! <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say. He never has a microphone. We don't give him a microphone. <laughs> the, one, the one episode he breathed, right? Yeah. He had I didn't sex like breath. It. I didn't like it. I took the microphone away from him. No more breathing for Wes. <laughs> Wes, I don't like the way you breathe, buddy. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I apologize. That's what I was That's trying to hilarious. think of what to say for Wes, but he doesn't have a mic, so... <clears throat> All right, so Wes, you have to. I guess I know who it is by process of elimination. Nine, nine, nine. Ah, the German. Hey. Oh, wait. German. Oh, yeah. Where is it? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, good old technical difficulty. Nine, 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 nine. We finally nailed it. Oh, that's another thing that's a nice flashback to yep. the old the roots of life of the Dutch Hall where we couldn't get anything to work. Let's bit. spin that wheel again. <laughs> Rod Roddy. Clean hey. flow pit stop. All right. All right. Up. Actually, let's, we're going to take a, I'm oh. actually going to pause. One that we have right now from our greatest sponsor ever, uh, Clean Flow, who actually sponsors Van Dyke Party Services. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just planning 
a nice autumn evening party. Sure We're going to have people maybe over to your place for a watch the leaves turn on your maple trees. It's going to be really nice. Invite your old neighbors down who can uh, come. maybe like you can comment on the changing weather and how it's chillier than it was yesterday. That sort of thing. It's boring as shit. But you want to know what's going to spice that up? You call between t- you call Van Dyke Party Services. Give us an email at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com and we'll send you between five and twenty nine Van Dyke First Cousins. Sure will. Who will come in bright yellow jackets? And you're gonna have the greatest fall evening of your life. We even have a captain. And all it's gonna cost you is a hundred dollars of cold hard cash, plus all of our expenses, which will be dear, very yes. dear. And all you're gonna and if you're not one hundred percent satisfied, we're gonna return that hundred dollars. But those expenses have run through our bodies. And potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by Clean Flow. Now, Clean Flow sent yeah. us in the mail this week a five gallon jug, <laughs> which can be used to fuel your car. <laughs> or, it said, for mixer, for uh, 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 mixer, mixed cocktails. So, we decided to go with uh, Charter's cooked up this one for us. Mm hmm. Mm. What do you call it, Dave? I made this drink up. It's called a lawn dart. <laughs> lawn dart? A lawn dart. I invented it. Yeah, what's in it, Dave? It's got iced tea and uh, lemonade and vodka. Oh, really? Yeah. A lawn dart. It's called a lawn dart. It's called a lawn dart. Made it Now, how would you distri- uh, distinguish that from a uh, Arnold Palmer? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Who Who the fuck is that? (laughs) Back from feet break. Uh, So we just have to uh, give one toast with this clean flow. uh, um, The clean flow lawn dart. Lawn yeah. The Norfolk County lawn dart. And a Van Dyke Party Services cup. Says it right on it. And let's just sure say to to our our greatest sponsor that's been here since uh, since the beginning. Clean flow. Clean yeah. flow. Cheers, man. Thank Clean you. Flow. Thank you for everything. Cheers, cheers. And he actually sent us a message, and he said, uh, "Wish I could be here tonight, Pete. Good luck and congratulations. Thanks for the entertainment and the exposure from Matteo at Clean Flow." Yeah. Mattio. All right, let's get this wheel started hey. again. <laughs> Oh, uh, show me the money. No way. Yeah, which, which, which goes in. This whole thing's like a big ad, eh? But one thing about Live from the Dutch Hall from the beginning is that we've tried to get people to help. It's been like a kind of a community thing. And anyone that can help out the show, we've always asked them to help. And we've got the luxury of having like a, a full band show up and people share their talents with the program to help it make us better. And um, Steve's helped with audio, and we've had Braden Akuma, and we've had... Uh, uh, different people along the way, Dean Rainey and all Chambers. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Chambers. Chambers, Justin Bergman, different di- different people, uh, Jay Kipps. Yep. Yep. All of them have uh, made their contributions to try to help us out, teach us a few things, and we thank everyone for it. But one thing we like to do is to reach out to people maybe listening that haven't done anything. Now, number one, if you if you have enjoyed this program for, for a long time, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm not, I don't need your money, but I, but if you can think of a way that you can make the show better in any way, shape, or form, it would be appreciated if you give us a message at Life in the Dutch Hall or any way to reach out to us to make us uh, aware of how. If we're doing something that we could be doing better at it, 
and we're not doing good at it, let us know so that we can actually do this show better. And if you have a way that can contribute financially to the program, like you have a company that would maybe benefit from the exposure of our show, like <laughs> Yarmy Electric. That's right. What oh, now, Yarmy Electric, you might think, Pete, are you rich and ready to retire because of your exposure you've given Yarmy Electric and all the money this guy's making? He must be sponsored. He must be just giving you, like, checks out the wazoo, right? But you know what? I haven't got one penny from Derek Yarmy. Nothing. Nothing. I support Yarmy Electric week after week because I believe my cousin Derek needs a fucking break, (laughs) right? That's the only reason I'm doing it. He works hard for the community at whole and his family at large, and we are large. Mm-hmm. And all he wants to do is go home with his wife and lie down nude with her. Is there anything <laughs> wrong with that? And then she gets pregnant. Again. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Give the guy a goddamn break. Give the guy a break. If he wasn't stress, so stressed out, he wouldn't be so tired, he'd be able to pull out once in a while. Exactly. It is a uh, way that he's so exhausted from fixing all your electrical problems that the man just like... Pumps and, you know, just you can't get out. He gets three quarters of the way out and just falls asleep. Exactly. <laughs> Next thing you know, you know. Better seed. get the scuttle, dude. <laughs> seed in the womb. Oh, we got another one in there. <laughs> um, so what were we talking about? Show me the money. Yar- Show, Yarmy. Me, Show money. me the money. Army Electric. We don't get it right the first time. We'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need Paul. <laughs> we never. Uh, hey. <laughs> Is that Dave that said cut? I did. No, Dave. Have you ever said cut on the program before? I think so. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't know you did that. Is that it? Showing the money. Oh no! Wait. Who else do we got? Oh, uh, thank you to everyone sponsored in the past. If you want to sponsor a program or help us in that, you know how to get a hold of us. Live from Dutch Hall, gmail.com. Spin the wheel. Hey. Worst date ever. Oh. Worst date ever. Hmm. This is the time where we, our program is based around a lot of times where we, a bunch of people who are friends with one another or just associate, or just people that maybe had a chance to get together in the same room. Just get together and shoot the shit. People ask me what's the show about, and I'm like, I have no idea what Life in the Dust Hall is about. You know, people just get together and shoot the shit, or listen to me sometimes, which seems to be the case today. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> this is one opportunity where you, you must become engaged, because I'm going to talk to everyone in the room, including our guest, Chris Pick. Because I already know he's got one story, eh? Put one in the bank. It's called a ringer. We'll put it in at the end. Anyways, uh, what we're going to do is, is anyone... This is based on the Wheel of Fun. Do you know the Wheel of Fun? We used to have, we told people to tell uh, losing their virginity story, and we had one of the best stories ever on the program. It was uh, Ryan Vandenbush telling his story of his first time, <laughs> which was horrifying and embarrassing and everything, and my sister gave him shit for it. It was hilarious, right? One of my favorite uh, memories of the show. Because <laughs> how much trouble he got into and how much he didn't care, right? Because it was a story. Well, that's how it happened. Right? It, was a, it was a real thing that's that happened, happened, and it's a story from your childhood or whatever. Like, what is wrong with that? It's like you can't change it. You don't even have the. You're not even the same person. Like, not even remotely. No. Than you were when you're like 15 or whatever. Just so you have the decency to tell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think it's cool because it's, it's what brings people together is uh, their common embarrassing experiences, right? So anyways, does anyone have a story of the worst date they've ever been on? Come Michael? on. You never been on a bad date? Yeah, I was just racking my brain. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is the worst? I'm sure I have. I'll start with mine while I you're thinking have, of it. Yeah. Because hmm. uh, if you want. No, go ahead. Do you have one, Steve? No. Never been on a bad date in your life? Come on. I went on, one, I went on one when I was in high school. This is my worst one. Now, my, mine are all PG because I've been with my wife for so long. <laughs> I can tell you about a bad date I went on with my wife, but it's not going to be as bad as this one. This is the worst. I, I, went, I was going to go to prom with this girl. And from high school, and uh, and we we decided to get to know each other before we went to the prom because I only asked her because I needed a date, and before that we barely talked to one another. So we we went. I picked her up to get to know her. We were going to go out to the movies or whatever. Granny panties. Granny panties. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't say that. You know why he calls her granny panties? Because I was that was considered my girlfriend for a piece of time, and charters at one point in time in high school. That's how much of a dirtbag this guy is, eh? Easy. <laughs> He would uh, he would lift girls' uh, kilts and look at their underpants. What? And, oh, David. And one time he did it to my girlfriend at the time, and she was wearing granny panties, and he made fun of me the whole bus ride home for it. <laughs> That's deserved. Sure. And to be honest with you, it's stuck in the back of my head, and I think it led to our breakup. Oh, Dave. Because <laughs> uh, that's so how shallow, shallow I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. But in a way, I guess he saved But the second, part, the, se- the second part of it was the fa- this date that I went on with her, which we went to. Uh, I-, I didn't have any money because I worked on my dad's farm, and you don't get paid. So I had no money. I did like little things on the side, like uh, babysitting or something like that. But or Hand jobs, I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. I was free <laughs> if I did it. It was to myself. I never charged myself. <laughs> free hand jobs, repeat. So, anyways, uh, I was. Uh, um, I, I I asked my dad for money. I said I gotta go take this girl on a date. I need money, right? So he gave me a crisp one hundred dollar bill because I never asked. I never asked them for money. I always did it myself with like odd jobs I picked up. So I, I felt kind of pride never having to ask my dad for money. But then I was out of money and I took this girl and I needed mm. money. So I was looking for 20 bucks. He gave me like 100, you know. High just, roller. Yeah, because it was like, he was like, this kid doesn't ever ask for money. He's going to do something nice because I was always showing up for work, you know. Anyways, no one would cash a fucking $100 bill <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> right? So I took this girl out. And uh, they're like holding it under the black light and stuff. Like, yeah. How many? How many? I don't buy it. How old were you? Like fifteen? I was like sixteen years old. Yeah. yeah. How many sixteen-year-olds back in like eighty hundred dollar bills? Right. Yeah, I'm rocking around. Like, thinking, oh. He's probably got a pocket full of them. <laughs> Remember yeah. those half ones that were like half a hundred dollar bill, and they had the advertising, and you try to pass those. Maybe I'm. Yeah, I know. I went to. So I go to the movies. <laughs> We watched a movie called The Guardian. Does anyone remember that movie, The Guardian? Mm-hmm. And it was about like the, a tree was haunted or something. Like it was a shit movie it's anyway. Stupid. So garbage movie, movie, which she had to pay for because they didn't take my movie at the. <laughs> they didn't take my hundred bucks at the movies, so she paid for it. <laughs> and then we we're like, okay, well we're gonna go. Let's go to the uh, carnival afterwards. Brantford had a carnival. Whoa! So uh, she said, "Can we pick up my friend?" Bad sign, right? Like when you say, can I pick up my friend on a date? Date's going bad. Date's going bad. So we picked up uh, her friend who was actually like a a friend of mine too. It was like, I should have dated her. 
<laughs> like she was, uh, she was easy. We had a great time, me and me and her. Uh, but then uh, this other girl, uh, she was like uh, kind of a stick in the mud. So we go to the the um, the carnival, and she doesn't want to ride the rides, you know. And I convince her against her will to go on the octopus with me. And then uh, she uh, gets sick on the ride, you know, like she feels like she's gonna puke. So yeah. she has to get taken somewhere so that she can puke, right? Because she's sick yeah. from the ride. Ugh. So I take her to McDonald's. <laughs> and uh, that'll, that'll settle her stomach. <laughs> no, she's just going to use the bathroom to go puke yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah. Meanwhile, I had to kill time while she was waiting in the bathroom. So I went to the, uh, which she paid for all the carnival too, even though tickets for the uh, octopus she paid for, right? And then, uh, then when I went to... Uh, when I went to the uh, McDonald's and she was puking in the bathroom, I asked for a milkshake and uh, they cashed my hundred dollar bill. Oh, okay. So now I'm like all saying to her like, "Hey, they cashed my hundred. Let's go out. You know, like I can spend money now." And then uh, she's like, "Just take me home." You know, like you. Yeah. It was the worst ever. That, that almost it, sounds like the best date ever that you didn't have to pay for. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you got a milkshake at the end. The only thing that would have made that date better, like uh, that would. A hand job would have been the perfect date right then and there at 15, If I would have dropped her off and then and uh, dropped the friend off second and then had a second uh, date with the friend because the friend would have been the party girl. She was the one that was actually cool. You didn't, you, when you were that young, you didn't have that strategic uh, thinking back then, right? You would have dropped oh, no. her off. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. If yeah. I was like, like thinking like I do now. Like 1920, you would have said, you know, you would have put the girl, she got sick on the octopus you would have thrown her back on there <laughs> said oh just ride by yourself this one it'll make you feel better <laughs> she gets real sick goes to the bathroom then you pick up the second girl and uh, there you go no i wouldn't even have done that i would have, i would have just like uh not even convinced like as soon as i knew she was having a bad time just taking her home and then just when she said can i pick up my friend i'm like yeah i'll pick up your friend and then immediately take you home oh. and then uh just keep going with the friend that's what i really would have done She's a nice girl, though. I like uh, nothing wrong with her oh, or whatever. Panties. We did go on the prom after that horrible date, and uh, we had a very awkward kiss at the end of the night, mm. where we ended up butting teeth. Oh, yeah. You know where you go? We both went. We decided, okay, it's time to go for it, and we went too heavy for it, and then butted front teeth when we went for the kiss, and it hurt. Like I thought she like <laughs> killed my tooth. <laughs> and then we both decided at that time, like let's pull the fucking shoot on this thing. It's garbage, you know. And I didn't talk to her for the next two weeks, and then uh, she kind of got the picture. <laughs> she figured it out. That was my mature way of breaking up in those days. You know, Charters, I remember you having a similar story back in the day, how you broke up with a girlfriend before <laughs> before you, uh, say, found your wife. <laughs> 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 didn't you have to, like, uh, leave your wife for a moment to just make sure you're... <laughs> Ex-girlfriend knew that you weren't dating her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like they were at the same bar together. Over. Yeah, I know we haven't talked in three weeks, but I uh, got a new girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's right here. She works here. <laughs> Did she really? So yeah. me and you both had girlfriends that worked at the Turkey Point Hotel yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And our life. Yeah. Those are the days, Charters. Oh, yeah. When we would go, we would be able to like. Uh, yeah. Half. Half-price pizza rolls. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> I used to go count Jane's tips. Like, she was a waitress. At the she had two of them? Tips. Oh. Yeah, with a P. Boo. Yeah. yeah. Counting her. Sorry, Steve. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a spin this fucking wheel. What was that? It. Oh, Chris Pick. Oh no, Chris Pick. What are you? You had a worst date ever. I got a bunch of worst dates. Um, I, I, are you sure I didn't do the German girl pooping on my chest? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that, isn't that how we, we go again? I don't think so. No, I don't know if we did that. Wait, I'll do one that Grace hits. <laughs> uh, yeah, there is one thing that happened to me. Worst date. What you call? What you define as a date, though? Now, well, it's nice. Like if you go, like in the past, you know, in my yeah, in my mind, out. it's a it's like a like something the juvenile that a kid would do because that's when I last did it. But you can say as a grown man, you went out with a woman and banged her, and then and it went yeah. wrong. That would be a great date. That'd be better than my date. Yeah. Right. But or you could be like. Uh, what do you call? What do you mean? Like, what's not a date? Like picking up a girl at a bar? Yeah, picking up a, is that class? That's a, a date? date. Is that a date? Yeah, it's a date, right? Yeah, yeah. if you take her home, it, yeah. that's when the date starts. Yeah, that's your first date. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. I don't know, I've had a few crazy ones. I had the one one girlfriend picked up at the bar. I'm a bit of a hairy fellow. Where were we living then? Uh, I was living out in Calgary <laughs> then. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that was the waxing that went wrong. She was trying to wax your yeah. body? Yeah, she because I'm hairy, right? And she yeah. was an esthetician. And uh. we haven't got to the part where we talk a lot, right? <laughs> and uh, so she was just beginning this esthetician uh, course. course. Oh. Yeah, and she forgot her melting pot and everything that you melt the wax into. And uh, so she waxed my arms and my eyebrows and everything like that. Put the eyebrows in like boomerangs. I had the look of fucking surprise. Oh, on my what oh, <laughs> the fuck? How great was her? How great was the sex to be able to give up all of it? We hadn't these. had sex yet, so oh, I was, was getting ready. This is for sex. This is for sex. I figured if she waxed me and everything, then we could fuck afterwards, and it didn't go that way. And then she she had this like uh, blanket she put up on a table and everything, like her. It was like some back alley fucking horrible uh, hair waxing thing. And she put the uh, wax in the... Uh, she actually put the wax in the microwave to warm it up. Oh. But it was in there for like 223 minutes, basically long enough to cook a 30-pound turkey. <laughs> and my ass... Because I had, I, I had no hair anywhere, and I was fucking sore, man. I had no hair anywhere. <laughs> and uh, my ass was left And she said let's wax your ass I'm like hey at least we're getting the pants off So now you know we're moving ahead on this date Right and I figured I'd get my ass waxed I'm gonna get some vagina here right Two birds stone at once That's right you know You know yeah. So uh, anyways She put the popsicle stick and touched my ass With it it was basically the same core temperature is the fucking sun at that time <laughs> and, it, and my ass grabbed the popsicle stick and jammed it about an inch into my asshole oh. but she waxed because my ass clenched she waxed my ass shut which was good because we had the leverage for the with the popsicle stick to rip my ass open and uh when it came out it looked like a lollipop that fell in a dirty dustpan. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, oh, shit. Oh. And, uh, then, uh, there was one last thing was my balls. <laughs> <laughs> and I figured, well, we've done my ass. What's the fucking harm now, right? <coughs> and, uh, yeah. Well, the, what, you know, I'll tell you what the harm is. The elasticity of your balls yes. is where it, you pull... And it, comes and it doesn't right pull out. enough. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If your balls were like tight and you knew they were going to be tight, you would wax those balls 
pull the wax yeah. and no problem. But because there's that pull, you like mine, you could pull from here to probably the next the door chain. neighbors. Yeah, like yeah. down the block, you know. Yeah, because it, yeah, because I have uh, I had a hydro cell at, at two. Yeah. And there's one uh, one thing she uh, she did do a couple things wrong. You're supposed to pull up with them, and she pulled down, oh. so it just kind of hangs on. And also, uh, this is how you'll know I did get waxed is uh, unsensitive areas. You use like big pieces and right. little pieces for sensitive areas. Well, she's trying to get the balls in one one swoop. Oh, that'd be like getting kicked. At the- it was. It hurt. And when that came off, I was bleeding basically from 793 hair follicles. And I was basically running around. It was so much pain, man. I was running around bleeding. I was like a shot fucking deer in the woods, man, just leaving the trail. And he's already got the eyebrows. <laughs> he looks so yeah. That's my date story. So good. Getting fucking waxed, man. Yeah. It, it, it went pretty wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. That would be a great before and after picture of your date, eh? Like uh, you just like showing up as a normal dude. Yeah. Leaving with your eyebrows all waxed and like a Looking. bloody ball. Oh for one. Yeah. <laughs> Shucks. Yeah, you won that one. For Maybe sure. next time. Yeah. 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 See, that's this is a different thing. When you start at the beginning, it's like an innocent thing because you're just. But at the end, there's more, the chance when your balls are bleeding and you're, you know, it's Give different spend, as you grow up. You know. Give her a spin. All right. There's one last. Is there one last thing? I think so. Fuck charters? We'll guess this Oh, yeah. Fuck. Let's do fuck charters. Fuck charters. We always do the other one. Fuck Fuck charters is one thing. And he did notice it in Dean Rainey's uh, feedback. (laughs) They ended with fuck charters. And one thing I wanted to bring up 200 episodes, Dave. You were here on the very first episode, charters. Yeah. That's why I think you deserve special recognition, Aww. right? Very first episode. Cherry Popper. You got Cherry Popper. You were here. It's still one of the top downloaded episodes of all time. For good reason. So there's always times people want to go back and see where you started. They listen to that one. And a uh, g- uh, great uh, supporter of the show and wrote most of the jingles, everything from the beginning of the show. And yet, <laughs> the audience has never embraced you. <laughs> right? You've done everything for the audience, and yet the audience seems to have some sort of disdain for you. Universally, they have picked up the rooster sucks balls lighters. (laughs) People have uh, they've rubbed it in your face. I've seen people actually show you their lighter that says rooster sucks balls with your face on the lighter, and they've shown it to you in your face and just laughed at you like drunken people, like laughing at you and showing you your face and showing you like that happened to me at Bushstock. I'm surprised because. Those lighters were on sale like two years ago or something. I was surprised they would have any fluid left in it, but I think they're saving them for those special occasions. They know they're going to see you, so they just bring them to show you, right? Yeah. People have taken real pleasure in fuck charters. This is what I'm trying to say. Like, listeners of the show, who I really don't think have a beef with you, by the way. Except the wrestlers. (laughs) Except the wrestlers. They don't like you. They hate you. There are some people in particular... And even this time, this is our 200th episode, there's people that came from far and wide to wish us happy, uh, uh, good p- pleasure. But one guy who's never had the time for you is our good friend, the Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, we've interviewed the Iron Sheik. And Iron Sheik is here today 
And he just wanted to wish us uh, our best for the our 200th oh, episode. Cheeky Man. baby. Iron Cheek, uh, what do you have to say? Uh, uh, what do you have to say for yourself, Cheek? Oh, wait, where is he? Rooster Dave, whatever your fucking name is, I want to let you know everybody is here and you didn't make it. I don't know for what reason. You are young, intelligent man. Uh, otherwise, don't be lazy and dumb son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Man, that's oh, that's unfortunate that he has that, such a bad impression of you. And, you know, I was uh, <laughs> happy one time. I don't know if you remember this in our history, but one, one time, time I was able to open for one of my childhood heroes, Jake the Snake Roberts. I did a stand-up comedy to open the show for his spoken word tour. Legend. Yeah. Had the time to talk to him and ask him about Dave Charters. Did you remember that? Him as well. <laughs> yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts. He, this is what uh, Jake... Oh, man. This is Jake the Snake Roberts letting you know, in case you didn't, it's live from the Dutch Hall. Listen, or else. Oh, wait, that wasn't it. This is- Dave Charters is a real piece of shit. <laughs> wow, they hate you. Yeah, oh, yeah sorry. Like, see, th- I don't understand those like sorts of like people is rejecting you over and over again. <laughs> they seem to be really harsh on you. One person that's never got along with you, which I didn't even know this, I thought from the beginning of the show that he's always been a friend of yours. I had a private conversation with him. He's here tonight, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Eve Van Dyke is here. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey, Eves. Eves, oh, thank yes, you very yeah. much. Always good to have you. Let's have a, a round of applause for Eves. Now, Eves, I didn't understand this beef that you've had with Charter since the very beginning. Um, apparently, you've never cared for him. Ah, oh, let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> oh, yes. Uh, David Charters. <laughs> from Poland? <laughs> I am from Holland. Southern Holland. <laughs> and David is from Poland. I tell you, I have a problem with him. The reason is, he's big square head and he stinks like shit. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I have no offense, Dave, but you stink. It's rotten in your head. Eves. You barely get it through the door. <laughs> I've had a couple bumps already. <laughs> I had no idea that you felt that way. I thought we had a good My thing going. <laughs> I could smell you from here. <laughs> Another person who has had a problem with charters since the very beginning of this uh, show, who I always thought... Uh, uh, was a friend of Dave's. He's here tonight, out of nowhere. El Grande Busteros Muscacos oh, is man. here. Hey. hey, El Grande Busteros hey, he's wearing his mask Hey, he's wearing the mask and everything. I come to celebrate the 200 party. <laughs> <laughs> Have you still been wrestling, Rucero? Uh, yes, I fight. I fight the wrestlers. Good time. <laughs> And what is your problem with Dave, with Dave the Rooster? Hey, you know, sometimes I try to put him in a headlock, but his head's too big. (laughs) Can't wrestle. (laughs) Fuck charters. (laughs) (laughs) Simple as that, eh? Simple as that. Anyways, charters, I'm hoping that you kind of get the picture. We appreciate your help, but the fans of this show do not. You're uh, a horrible disgrace. And um, also... We, you know, it is important to note that this live, the the actual facility that we record the program in, 
has two of Dave's mustaches <laughs> that are not on his face, but in the building. That we actually make people that are new to the building look at in the jar. Three time. And touch. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes smell. And sometimes we made we made that girl Christine smell it. <laughs> Go ahead, smell it. Scratch and sniff. <laughs> like for that reason, charters. You know, you you, you can't be without guilt. Well, there's one last uh, spin of the wheel before we end this show. Hey. Let's do it just for uh, optics. Guess the song. Oh, right. All right, this is the last game to end the show. Thank you, everyone that's been here, been listening through it all this way. Thanks for 200. And uh, this is a game we like to play. It's for everybody that's stick that's uh, in the room today. Hey, everybody! I am going to name a song, or I'm going to describe a song, and uh, anybody that can guess which song I'm describing, you just guess it. Okay? These are popular enough songs. Someone in the room is going to know the song. I know it for sure. I'll just tell you what the song's about. You tell me what the song is. Easy as that. You want to start? Can Good. I guess before the buzzer? Buzz in. Oh, yeah, I guess, guess be- before the buzzer. R.E.M. No, I fucking hate <laughs> R.E.M. and I always will. And then we're going to... Plus, R.E.M. is not a song. Charters. That's why people hate them. Okay. All right, this first one. This is a song about a medical student who asks a girl out on a date and then murders her. He goes back to school the next day, misbehaves, gets in trouble with his uh, teacher. Jeremy? Murders the teacher. Whoa. Goes to trial for the death of both of those people. Murders the judge. Any idea? Nope. With the (laughs) weapon of choice would help you understand which song this is. It is a hammer. (laughs) <laughs> no help. Mm. Wow. <laughs> no, you don't know what song I'm describing? <laughs> it's by the Hammer. Beatles. Oh, Maxwell, Maxwell Silverhammer. Silver yeah, bang, bang, Maxwell Silverhammer. Whoa. Sorry. Yeah. We'll try another one. Okay, this song is like this guy. He's like a super tough guy, right? And he's like uh, the whole song is about him being a really, really tough guy. But the only thing that happens in the song is this guy gets in a fight and he gets his ass kicked by, because he's trying to like bang the guy's wife. And then the, the husband of the jealous husband of the wife is like really uh, he's really tough. He beats the fuck out of this guy. But the whole song is about how tough this guy is. He's got like a fucking razor blade in his boot. He's going to kick your ass, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden he gets in one fight and he loses. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> no, it's not Kenny Rogers. It's close or kind of close. Hmm. Let's let me let me help you with this one. He's from uh, an inner city. He's an African American fellow. He lives in uh, a big. Uh, uh, he lives in a in Chicago. In the in the bad part of town. What? Leroy Brown. <laughs> bad bad Leroy Brown. Yes, that's what it is. You know Jim Croce. Baddest man wow. in the whole damn town. Baddest man in the whole yeah. damn town. Beg- you know, better than old King Kong. Meaner than a dog. dog. And then he gets in one fight. And he loses. Just like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, loser. <laughs> All right, how about this one? This one you'll know. Sure. This chick this chick that's singing the song, you know, she's singing this other chick, and she, the other chick's really hot, right? Like hotter than the singer. Adele, you know? hello. And then, no, no. no. <laughs> Damn. And then uh, 
like this chick who's singing, her husband really wants to fuck this other chick, right? <laughs> there you go. But then uh, she begs the girl, please don't fuck my husband because I'm like, uh, like getting old. My tits are sagging and stuff. <laughs> Dolly Parton, Jolene. Jolene. Okay, how about this one? Hmm. A Vietnam vet comes home from war. Uh, and he, his legs are all fucked up, and so is his dick. His dick doesn't work either because of his like paralysis or whatever. Hank Hill's dad. But his wife really wants to don't bang, go to don't bang go him. to town tonight, Kenny Rogers. Ah, he's got uh, it. Ruby, it's Ruby. Ruby don't Ruby. take your love to town, Kenny Rogers. Yes. Yes, it Chris is. Nick nails it. Yeah, real that sad one. It was my instinct. No, yeah. Yeah, good one. <laughs> all right, a ten-year-old boy who has an older brother. And a mother with a boyfriend who's like a real drunk, right? Uh, they live in this place, mm. like in the states. And then like, um, and then like uh, this this like boyfriend's a real dick, right? And then uh, all of a sudden one day the the bro- the guy goes the kid goes in and he sees like uh, the boyfriend fighting with this preacher, like a priest or something. Oh, what's the name of that? Song? And then they like. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like he uh, he like thinks that the priest is his dad because he's never seen his dad before. Hmm. So he's like thinks man. that the that the drunk boyfriend's like beating him up. So he takes a first thing he can, he gets this like bottle of milk and he just smashes it in his face. And then he's not even dead yet, and he's like, "Who is that?" And he goes, "That guy was attacking your mom." <laughs> I know it's like, a rock on tour, but what's the name of the song? Smashes him in the face with the with like the bottle of milk again, kills him. So now the priest and the and the father are dead, or the priest the priest and the boyfriend are dead. And then all of a sudden, the uh, the ki- uh, brother comes in with like a milkman's hat, and it turns out the mom fucked everybody. Wow. <laughs> you don't know what song that is yet, I know it's a rock no. on tours, but this, the title is escaping me. Yeah, it's Carolina Drama. Oh, Carolina Drama, that's right. All right. One more? You want to do one more? Jesus. Yes. This is confusing. Yeah. You didn't get any of these. My daughter got like all of them. All right, let me do this one for you. Uh, Your daughter has a really horrible playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe yeah. <laughs> Wait, I didn't say it exactly like this either. Okay, how about this one? Like, uh, there's this guy. He's like a nice guy, a real pacifist. And the reason he's a pacifist is because like his dad like died in jail for being like a Kenny drunk Rogers. F- f- fighter. <laughs> I know it. I know it. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's Kenny Rogers. Boy named Sue. No, and then, uh, but then like, uh, uh, so he goes through his whole life being nice, and then Howard of the county. Yeah, 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 it is right. It's really weird. Yeah, Uh, and then the Gatlin boys think that he's never gonna fight him, so then they rape his wife, Hmm. three of them, and then then this guy, this this coward, like uh, kills or like beats beats the shit out of the uh, three Gatlin boys. Yeah, Yeah, locks the door, and then uh, avenges his wife's rape, brutal rape. They don't make brutal rape songs anymore, people. <laughs> it's hard to find a good brutal rape song. But Kenny Rogers pulled it off his style and got women off, off of it. That's a somehow, sweet, right? sweet white beard. Yeah, I was watching some Kenny Rogers videos in order to prepare for this show today, and I saw some before his beard was white when his beard was brown. Still Lady. good. Oh, man, this guy was like he, totally pimping. You realize why he Even has better, a high opinion right? of himself, yeah. He looked like he was like a real boss back then, you know, <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Now he looks like a Barbie doll, kind of like fake totally in plastic. He actually has the He's number one duet ever. With Dolly? With Islands Dolly. in the Stream? Islands yes, in the Stream, number duet. one duet ever yeah. Yeah. recorded. Look it up. 
It's a fact. Is that right? It Number one duet ever. You know what, guys? We've come to another end of a long uh, uh, show. This is our uh, 200th episode, everybody. And I think it's time. Does anyone have anything they want to say uh, as far as uh, a 200 uh, before we sign off for today? You guys come every week. I want to thank you guys every, for, for doing this, for every hey. week coming in and helping us out. Uh, I think it's cool that we've uh, that we've uh, we get to uh, you guys get to learn songs every week, and we get to enjoy watching you do it. My brother goes on seriously like all the time about how cool that last night was with uh, when you guys were playing with those guys last week or whatever mm -hmm. like that. It was a lot of fun. Like it's a kick for us to watch you guys uh, um, figure stuff out and. Yeah, do stuff that we can't do. It's fun for us yeah. to be able to have that opportunity to meet new people and mix with them, though, too, right? Yeah, so absolutely. thank you for bringing in guests mm. and cool yeah. people that we get to hang out with and meet, and it's it's great. Yeah, it's sure awesome. It like we really have had a good time, uh, and I think next year we're going to have even a better time. We're we're really are going to be working on once uh, it settles down into real fall. It still seems like summer now. Yeah, but once yeah. it gets into fall, we're going to uh, get get uh, uh, planning these shop tours. Which If anyone wants to host uh, Live from the Dutch Hall at the, their backyard venue or their uh, basement venue, whatever you got, uh, give us an email at Live from the Dutch Hall. If you'd like to help out the show, just uh, any way you can, just reach out to us so we can uh, make this thing better. I'd like to thank everybody who's ever listened, everybody that's ever uh, contributed in any way. It really is uh, uh, touching to, to know that uh, people enjoy this program because I can't imagine why you would. <laughs> I want to I want to thank you, Pete, for uh, bringing us in here every week and opening up your place to us every week because it's a great time, and for making the Nocturnal Emissions the incredible local yeah. sensation that we are. Fuck yeah! When we were at Bushstock and we went up on stage. There was people who came to the stage because they knew Nocturnal Emissions were starting, and that was pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to thank Jane for the meat trays every week. Ah, uh, yeah. thank you, Michael. Thank Thanks, you, Michael. Oh, because yeah. uh, I know it's not easy to make those delights. Thank yeah. you. Actually, that's a good point. You know, there is people that come, like musicians, comedians, and, uh, uh, you know, just regular people. But there's a lot of people. Uh, there was a, a, a magician yep. one time. Uh, there was another dr that dr one drummer or whatever. Like there are a lot of people that are like when they leave here, they're filling their pockets with those like those little like uh, meat Dutch sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> it's a big hit. Like people are very happy with them. So like Jane, uh, Jane's done that out of the kindness of <laughs> her own heart every week, and she make carves time out of her schedule. She has no time. So I really do oh, yeah. want to thank Thanks, Jane. Jane. We love Thanks, you. Jane. And uh, and she also lets me do, lets me have you guys over. <laughs> and you know the neighbors up here in Pine Grove put up with shit every week, every week, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody has said a word. And I don't even think they hate me. I think they actually are cool with it. So I think uh, so. I have to want to thank them too. So everybody that's helped out, thank you very much. Tell a friend. Keep spreading the word. Alive from the Dutch Hall. If you'd like to be a guest or you know somebody that's gonna make a good guest, let us know. And if uh, you'd like to. Please share an episode and be helpful to it, to making this experience better. Uh, otherwise, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. 201 next.
hundred times. Hundred. Uh, let's keep doing it. Congratulations. See you next week, everybody. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> what else am I gonna do?